welcome to the unofficial Disney Tonight Show podcast. Please welcome my dear friend and your host, Mr. David Studebaker. Hey. Those guns. guns. What's going on there? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I see. Here's the thing. I'm running out of shirts, uh, uh, Disney shirts. We're on it's episode because 10. Because you're, you're just I, getting so muscular. They're just, well, no, here's the, I've actually let it go a little bit because Matthew's so gigantic. Whenever I, I, I had to carry him around for two years. And so I actually, <laughs> I, I did a dad bod fitness video. It was working out well, but really I'm running out of shirts. So this is my, uh, my everything is satisfactual splash mountain shirt. I also wanted to wear this because Part of how, since we last saw, I've, I've taken up a new job. Um, I've been doing a lot of farming, as you can see. I've got, I've been, <laughs> as you can see from the, yeah, there, there's a lot of, I got, I got the tan to prove it. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, so uh, we're back, baby. And I am very excited uh, to bring, I mean, we're just, the whole, the whole team's here. We got, we got Mando here. We got Jake here. We got James Creviston um luke is not here um he's a little busy uh but in luke's place we have another dear friend of mine and comedian so he fits both of the luke profiles uh the great danny howaweenie give it up for danny howaweenie oh my goodness comedian father he just had his second child i think 45 minutes ago they just they just drove from the from the hospital um how you doing? How you doing, Danny? How, how you feeling? I'm doing great. I told her, hey, let's hurry it up with that baby. I got a, I got a podcast to do. But... Yeah, this is stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy I fit kind of in the in, in the Luke Venn diagram there. But you yeah, know, right. for, for those of you that don't know me, you know, uh, first thing people notice is my last name. Probably assuming I'm Hawaiian, but you know, shout out to Moana, Lilo and Stitch, showing what Hawaiian and Polynesian people are actually like so uh for anybody wondering my representation comes actually in aladdin or as a middle easterner like myself would call it aladdin so fun oh, yeah. fact for for the non-middle eastern in the crowd that that is a real name that people would say aladdin um but yeah big disney fan happy to be here um, you, you want to give that bigger. one a shot jake give it a shot give it a shot give it a shot when i look at it i want to go like how are we nee? <laughs> well that you know? was, it was <laughs> well, you know what had he play jake because uh it was actually i wanted you to say aladdin uh but oh. you're like you know what i'm not even gonna try that into being italian uh this olive skin it really could be anything so sure why not italian yeah right there you go so sorry danny i I interrupted, but but yeah, uh, the great the great Halloweenie. Uh, <laughs> How have you not become a magician that does only Halloween tricks? <laughs> How does that not come up? How's that not become your the thing that you're gonna do? Yeah, you know, it's it's something I've thought about. Um, you I, wear I a feel pumpkin like head. Maybe Mando has a pumpkin head I can borrow. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not at my disposal right at the moment. <laughs> there you go. I, I've gotten um, Halloweeny. Obviously, is your birthday on Halloween? Um, how's your weenie? Um, I, I basically, I basically come out like Eminem and Eight Mile, where I just come out and just give them all at once, and then just you know, all right, you think of something new now, you know? 
like I'm going to think of something. I'm going to think of something. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, that, that'll be J- J- the entire show. You know what, Danny? I just realized we lost James for the whole show. He's not going to be focusing on anything going on in the show. You're just going to see him like workshopping. Okay, you know, Halloween. I know Hanukkah weenie. He's going to try. He's going to come up with something. I will. Uh, but uh, I'm excited. So Danny and I, we've done a lot of shows together. And we've had some uh, pretty incredible show flyers. If you're listening via podcast, Go to our Instagram page. I'll post all of them on the Instagram page so you can look through them. Have you had Hawaiian Genie yet? Hawaiian Genie? <laughs> so there's the first really? one. Uh, wow. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, that's my one of my two dogs, my, my beautiful angel that I'm holding there. Um, and you'll see we're, we're, and there's Danny. That's your dog, Danny. Or did you borrow that dog? <laughs> that is, that is my, I've been borrowing her for the last six years or so. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, it was, it was uncle Charlie Adams, the, the sweet man above you. He had to borrow that dog above him. That's what it was. Nice. Sweet uh, that's too. legitimately, um, that's legitimately the cover of Willow. I just said yeah. like, that's you just redid the cover of Willow instead of holding swords and like a, a, a wand, you're just holding dogs. So here's the next one. Uh, you'll see how creative we were. I, I was clearly very busy when I was designing this next one. That's the same one. That's the same one. The same exact one. Literally the same thing, except um, uh, Alexis Rutledge wasn't able to join us. And we had the great Arpan Chopra uh, at that show. And so he, uh, he, so we just, Connor just fit him right there and changed the color scheme. It now looks like a baseball diamond kind of, I mean, a, a home plate behind us with some dirt. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that one. Okay, now we're getting to the good stuff. That was just the appetizer. Yeah. Uh, now we're getting to the good stuff. This one actually legitimately is one of the, my favorite show flyers of all time. And it's also one of my top five favorite movies of all time that it's based on. This bad boy right here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Studebaker, where art thou? Uh, I and, am the and- man. there you go jake jake's got the dvd i have the dvd in the other room as well there you go david why don't we look kind of funny on jake's dvd there though yeah right i know (laughs) this is the alternate version Uh, director's cut yeah Yeah. there you go yeah Yeah, so there's uh um of course i insisted i get the clooney one um but of course go uh and then sadly i think imran g was a late addition because he didn't he didn't get on there, so this is Danny. That's uh, Bobak, and then there, there I am. And now, finally, this is the coup de gras. This oh, is resistance. Do you guys remember? Do you remember the the Mr. Potato Head um, that was horrifying that Luke did of me? Yes. This is considerably more horrifying, much more horrifying. Who made this one? Uh, this Luke. was also Luke. No, no, <laughs> this was actually. So this was designed by my buddy Connor, who's an incredible graphic designer. Uh, but I, it was last minute, and it was a very weird design, and I just had him throw it together really fast. Okay. So this is not Connor, because Connor did the Oh Brother Where Art That. He did all the other flyers you've seen, and he designed the cover of Lone Star Lance, uh, which someday Mando's going to read. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so here we go. You ready? Feast your eyes on what might be the most horrifying thing you've ever seen. Oh, oh, oh look at that. Wow. <laughs> 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 
Oh my no. gosh. <laughs> Notice Danny Halloweeny is the dog. He's Eddie. Frasier is my favorite sitcom of all time. Well, tied with Seinfeld. But um oh my god. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. <laughs> nightmares. We're like we're like oh hey, we wanna we wanna sell out a show. He couldn't even get rid of the DVD video logo. I know, that's what I was going to think. That's what I was about to say, too. <laughs> no, I actually insisted on that. I wanted that really? authenticity. Yeah, I wanted, oh. full, I wanted it to look exactly like we just took a DVD cover and then uh, copied it. Um, wow. Well, that's terrifying. So. Thank you, David. Baby, I hear the nightmares calling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. And you know, but Danny, back me up. All of them were great shows. Well attended. Yeah. yeah. And this may come shows. as a surprise, but this one was probably the best. I mean, it was, yeah. people it saw was. the flyer and they said, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have some of that talk it's, style. It's going to be great. You know what? It's actually, now that I think about it, it's great marketing because you, if you make something so horrifying that they'll never forget it, it'll be in their dreams and they'll just, they, they won't forget to go to the show. So uh, there you go, you guys. So that's a little walk down memory lane. So, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. How you transition from that? that okay. Terrifying. D Disney Tonight Show is back with a bang. And yes, if you're listening via podcast, um, please go terrifying. to the Instagram page. You will not be dis. Well, maybe you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't make any promises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either if way, you want you'll something have a to haunt your nightmares. Go check out the Instagram page. Yeah, you'll have a strong <laughs> reaction regardless. Either way. As I said, we've been away for a bit. We've been very busy, but we're back. Um, and we're just going to, I mean, quickly, we're going to recap what we've been up to. And then we're going to go into some very exciting and crazy Disney history and trivia. And we're going to be doing a Disney trivia live stream coming up. And some of these questions will be, or some of the questions in it will be directly related to what you hear in this show. So um, first off, Jake, uh, you we'll, we'll lead in with you because you while we were away, you were very excited. You got tickets both right after Disneyland reopened, and you're like, I have to go to Avengers Campus because Jake is a is a Marvel um, expert and fan. And so you also bought tickets. What was it on May the fourth? Be with you? Was it or no? Okay. That was that. That was, was the June first you time. Went. Yeah, because because it wasn't open then. So yeah, yes. so so you got tickets. You you. You made this plan, it was all coming together, and then what happened? Well, I want to start out with saying my trip on May 4th and 5th were amazing. All of the rides were like five, 10 minute waits. So it was like amazing, it was great. Then we went back June 9th, it was a few days after the Avengers Campus opened, and I was like, dude, we have to go. We thought because it was just a month after we went last time, oh, the wait times are gonna be fine, right? We didn't consider the fact that high school just got out and all Ooh. school just got out. So we waited in line for Radiator Springs Racers for about two and a half hours. Oh, first oh, thing oh. in the morning. It was, oh. it went from the best Disney trip I've ever been to in May to <laughs> the worst Disney trip I've ever That's been to genius. in June. In the morning, okay, so the, the Avengers Campus, you have to um, do a, like a queue. They give you two chances. First one is at seven in the morning before you even leave for the park. And then the other is at noon. We missed the one at seven. So we're like, okay, we're fine. We're gonna get in at noon. So we were in line for cars thinking it'd be like 30 minutes because that's what it said oh, on the no. thing. 
pretty sure the ride broke down halfway through or something um it was crawling up to noon so we did the math we looked up the wait time or not the wait time the length of the ride and we're like okay if we get on like at this time we'll have like two minutes to get the the thing once we get off so we went on the ride and I kept my phone in my hand with the app open the entire ride, worried it was going to get to noon. We got off and we're like, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to get it. And there was a, like three or four other groups doing the same thing. And we opened the app and we did it. And we both looked at each other and we're like, we didn't get it. And oh. everyone else is like, we got it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. And, and my girlfriend w- was like on the verge of tears. Like you're supposed to have a live clock out while doing it. Cause you're supposed to do it like a millisecond before or something. So Sammy, when we were walking out of the ride, she's like, this trip is ruined. <laughs> like we're, we this, like, cause we hope we came for Avengers campus and for the Spider-Man ride. You see Jake climbing over the wall <laughs> and getting arrested. We, yeah, we wanted really bad to get in there, but, um, <laughs> We did witness the swinging Spider-Man animatronic from outside of the land, which was nice. And that's, that's he's actually he swinging. Goes, like, that isn't a, a goes, that's yeah. not a sexual reference, right? <laughs> no. I have the right one, correct? No. He's, he's really physically swinging with a wire. Okay, so key sure. party, guys. <laughs> Listen, you got to be clear for the people at home. You don't want to confuse it. <laughs> I, I don't want to deter people from, you know, going to the ride. It's not that kind of that kind of place it was, Cat, it was i got your keys <laughs> it was a good trip other than that as for the first time i went to california adventure in may i was able to ride soaring across the world yeah here comes here it comes mm. now danny and for anyone listening at home this is a this is a, a crazy you know controversy that has divided this show because Oof. Luke and I absolutely adore Soren. We it's a top three ride to me. Um, I can make an argument it's my favorite ride, but it's not. But I could argue that uh, yeah. James and Mando deathly afraid of it hate the ride. So uh, afraid of it or hate it? No, both. I'm afraid of it. Both. Oh my god! I, I, I hate it, and I feel like you will fall to your yeah, death. They, they both hate it, and are I just I dislike it. So I, I'm not afraid of it. I just dislike that feeling, and I don't want to ride it. I swear to God, I like teared up by the end of it. It's beautiful. Thank you, Jake. Thank you. The music. It's gorgeous, right? It's. I have that. I bought that music. I have it. I listened to it. Nerd. Because it's so wonderful. I am a nerd. Jake, Uh, would you say the only way Soren Across the World could be better is if uh, Aladdin would come in and offer to (laughs) show you the world? (laughs) Excuse me, Aladdin. Yeah, thank you. That might make me like it. That might make me like it. If, he, that, awesome. if that happened i'm in disney like i'll do it pulls up on the carpet you know yeah he's like i can show you the world and i'm like all right let's do this aladdin yeah. all right fine. Aladdin, aladdin let's go let's do Yalla this aladdin. yeah let's do it yeah. i love i love aladdin that's one of the the, the one of the best yeah. movies i mean Culture. James, can you can you have some respect for for Danny and his heritage? Can you say it po- correctly? You're <laughs> I, I say it the way Disney told tell me to say it. They have so, more money. So uh, we'll we'll swing down, this, Danny. So let's let's go to you, Danny. Do you have any any stories of going to Disneyland as a child? Any anything? Yeah. No, it's been something I've been going with uh, with my parents as long as I can remember. Um, you know, in my adult years, I, I just started going there. Um, I, I would do the Disney half marathon when that was a thing. 
Um, no, thank you to the full marathon. Um, those are, those people are crazy. Um, but yeah, it'd be either little kid or it would be kind of by myself. So, you know, with the little girls coming along, like I definitely want to take them, especially while they're under three and free. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a thing. Yep. So it'll no, be different kind no, of being... it's a thing. Trust me. It's yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, I know I can count on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, soon as Matthew hits three, the Disneyland trips might be a little less frequent, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I hope you had fun. Listen yeah. to your kids, either college, <laughs> college at Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. And I hope you have memories before three. Um, yeah, we we yeah. get a lot of video. We get a lot of video and then you can just rewatch the video. Of you. Oh, it's perfect. It's like you're there. But um, yeah, I feel like it'll be different, but it'll be, it'll be great. Right. And I, I definitely, you know, like I said, went there when I was a kid, I'll try to do better with my girls than my parents did with me. Like, and if, I feel safe saying this because they're not going to hear this. My mom, rest her soul, she passed away, and my dad doesn't even know what a podcast is. So, <laughs> you know, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna hear this. But like, my parents did not set me up for success down there just at all. You know, like I get you know different time. This was you know Jake before California Adventure. But like, I feel like I have very vivid memories of like my brother and I being there when the gates open and them just letting us sprint unattended like <laughs> through the park. I must have been eight or something and they're like yeah you know go ahead because we just wanted to go on space mountain a couple times before the park opened um, so what i do the moment you open yeah. you get in there early you get to the chains you hug the right lane and yeah i've been the first person on space mountain you get yeah. you just you run you run but sorry continue yeah. heady play and at least they knew where we were going but you know in my head i'm like okay i mean letting us run free in the park like i guess that's something but they, they weren't really amusement park people generally like when we would go to Anaheim, we would, you know, we would drive, we would stay at the, uh, at the Castle Inn, um, oh, yeah. probably because it's cheap, but, you know, yeah. in my mom's, you know, in my mom's world, I'm sure like, oh, Danny, it's a castle. Like, so great. I was like, okay. Like, like she would swear it's owned by Disney, even though uh, checking my notes, it is most definitely not. <laughs> it's like you're staying um, in Sleeping Beauty's castle. Basically, except, what's except the difference? cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah. In the pool, you know, no big deal. But um, yeah, you know, they're not amusement park people, right? Put it, put it that way. But like, they let me do my own thing again, different time, but they would just let me walk through the park by myself. Basically my mom just like wanted to get a front row seat to the main street electric parade. Like that was <laughs> all she cared about, and, but she would just, Danny, Danny, you were three years old, right? You were three years <laughs> yeah, old. So, something like that. But my memory is obviously, are, are, uh, you know, real, real sharp around the time, but and, and in her mind, she seems. Danny, you see James looking down. He's making notes, still trying to figure out a, a, a signal yeah, yeah. on your name. But how, sorry, continue. How was three years old? No, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, my mom thought it's like a perfectly clear direction to be like, I'll be sitting in front on Main Street. So just come find me there. Like for, <laughs> for the parade, you know, no, no big deal. But um, yeah, I'm excited, right? N needless to say, uh, actually going on rides with them. Um, my mom was terrified of rides. Also, she had like really bad asthma. Um, unfortunately, when you're a little kid, you don't really realize that. Um, and so I tried to like convince her to go on rides with me. Um, Let's do the canoes, mom. Let's <laughs> I know. <laughs> so she liked, I think she liked Pirates of the Caribbean because, you know, she liked, you know, ah, yo-ho, yo-ho, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I couldn't, I tried to convince her though. I wanted her to go on a ride with me. So we, we were going, I said, look, mom, like this ride is fine. It's easy. Uh, and it was the Matterhorn. Uh, oh, so, no. 
the most so, physically yeah. abusive ride at Disneyland. Yeah, basically that and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad are like the one-two yeah. punch of like, if your neck hurts, just stay off. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's like Big Thunder, but at least Big Thunder is a smooth ride, whereas you know Matterhorn's a chiropractic adjustment. You know, yes, you should just yes. have chiropractors at the end of it. You ready? You ready for this? You ready yeah. for this? Exactly. See you in five. See you in five, the, guys. The little splashdown is just like a little ice bath for your body, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was. I mean, I felt in hindsight, I felt really bad because you know the bobsled's going up the little hills, and the Yeti, you know, jumps out and scares her half to death, basically. <laughs> and then the other half of her life just slowly drained away with every tight turn around the mountain she um, can't breathe and she has a broken back and she's yeah it was uh so you know when we when we you know went through the little ice bath and the little voice was like remain seated please like my mom was like yeah i i'm not going anywhere uh and can we get she was basically unconscious yeah but you know i felt bad like she was she could hardly breathe you know she needed to like sit down for an hour and i was just like a dumb little kid like <laughs> but i'm looking forward to it it, uh, it should be it should be great once uh once little perry and murphy are ready to go so you know what's gonna happen to is uh perry and murphy when they're a little bit older i'm gonna send them this clip i'll cut out the whole spider-man swinging joke uh, but i'll send them this clip and then they'll be fully authorized to just they're gonna come up with something strong for you um, you know if if they can find something that's uh that, that takes you know my life away <laughs> Go for it. Give it a they shot. They just start hitting you with baseball bats to <laughs> what happened to your mom. That's yeah. great. Um, well, thank you. That's beautiful. And that, by the way, uh, for the viewers and listeners, there will be a question related to that ride. The question is going to be, I'm just giving it away. What, what ride did Danny mm. torture his mom on when mm. he was a kid? That will be on the upcoming trivia night. Uh, and James... You'll, you'll like this, James. My mom's name was Mimi. So her, her name was Mimi Hawaimi. Nice. <laughs> really great rhyming scheme. You know, yeah. you can, yeah. Oh That's fantastic. my God, I love that so yeah, much. So That's awesome. We're pouring one out for Robin, pour one out for Mimi. Yeah. Right? That's right. And James, do you, so we'll, get, we'll, go, we'll, go to, uh, we'll go to you. You tonight were teaching high schoolers how stand to do stand up. You, you yeah. teach a, stand-up course for high schoolers at a community center, which is, I mean, sounds interesting. Are these the same high schoolers you made me perform for that one time? I mean, they're, they're not the same high schoolers, but they're it's in the same, the, I mean, community, same, center. Yeah, yeah, same community center. I, yeah, that was, that was a war zone in there. But actually, it was nice. That was actually one of the, actually it was fun. One of the sweetest things ever because this is a tangent, but James booked uh, Luke and I and him to perform in like a in a teen center uh, and it was in like the gymnasium there was just like a sad dj alone with like three <laughs> kids in there and That's then true. like kids started kind of trickling in but they were all like standing on tables and it was really dark in there and it was just it was a very weird vibe um and then i got up there and just started roasting these because some of them were being a little disrespectful to james and luke um and you know, Danny, Danny's worked with me before. I, I, you know, I'll bring some audience work on stage. I'm not, I, I've been known to do a little roasting and toasting. So I went at these kids and I think one of the kids left because I was going a little too hard because he felt he, he was, he was a rude kid and he ended up leaving. 
but I think he may have been like the bully because the rest of the kids started literally taking money into their hat to give to me afterwards because we weren't getting paid a whole lot. So they were literally tipping me with like quarters that they had. They were going to use an arcade game. I, it was the most honored I've been after a show ever. You might have thought uh, you were homeless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, who's this guy wandering in here? But it, it, but it, it actually ended up good. But like, but you're teaching, you're, you're teaching writing and performance. And so it's like, it, you know, what's the deal with homeroom? Am I right? We, yeah. 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 We, we actually watched it. Good joke. It's via Zoom. You know, everything's homeroom. Ah, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Continue. No, we did watch some Seinfeld today, and that's exactly what Seinfeld jokes are. What's the deal with, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So that's that's the basic formula. But yeah, so we're in week three of this. So they've written, they've written opening jokes. They've written a couple of different styles. And uh, today we covered topical jokes and stuff. So we did a topical joke and stuff. And they're, they're good. There's some kids that like puns, love puns. They just want to do pun stuff all the time. Those kids, it, it's they're, uh, what you know, whatever, each, each their own. Uh, you know what? I got an exercise for you for the next class. Okay. Danny Halloweeny, see what they can do with the name. That's your next uh, exercise. Have fun. Dan, <laughs> Danny Halloweeny Hall, 5 0. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep working on it. Keep working. I'm working on them. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep coming up with stuff. Danny Halloweeny 5 uh, 0. Anyways, so yeah, so that was that's what I've been doing with that. And then, you know, working on scripts and screenplays and stuff so i just turned in something on monday and they like the notes but they want to go a little bit deeper on some stuff so it's good everything's been going good and then i'm going to texas for my 40th birthday and i don't know if you guys can see this i'm gonna put this i'm gonna hold this up see if you can see it but this is my this is my rental for the week while i'm there oh yeah i got it you got a nice tesla there tesla model y right there for the week for the week so uh and, well, and and I got in touch with one of my best friends growing up. So I grew up in a pretty rough rate neighborhood. Uh, most of my friends were in gangs or whatever and stuff. And one of my best friends, uh, Josh, uh, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't want to call him out here. <laughs> he's, he was, he's, he's on parole. <laughs> he, no, no, no. But he's a rough and tumble guy. Like he's a rough yeah. and tumble guy. But he always told me as a kid, because we were like brothers, he always said, you got to get out of here. You got to make something of yourself. And so I talked to him today. And uh, he works, you know, like a fa- like a factory job. Like he's like a blue collar working guy. He like asks me what I did. I'm like, I'm I'm a comedian and I'm a comedy writer. And he's like, what? You what? Are you, are you kidding me? Like he's, it was just interesting. You're like you're like, hey, I'm the king of Ghana crime <laughs> shows. Okay, I got. Hey, you know I, what? That don't don't knock it. Don't knock. I'm it not the right one. I'm not knocking. I'm saying, you know, you stand proud. You're the you are. You are the the greatest. Sh- well, you're not the showrunner, but listen, you're no, the you're the heavy I'm hitter there. of so, yeah. TV. So it was just interesting to like see like how people have li- like he lives. He's lived in the same place his entire life. Like never been, you know, never moved out of there. And so you know, it's just it's so interesting. And when I was a kid, he always told me like you're gonna you're gonna be something. You're gonna make something. So and I told him like I never wanted to let you down. So those it was that was important That's to sweet. me. Yeah, it That's means a lot. Funny. And then you know, my gra- I'm gonna go see my grandma, and my kids are gonna see my grandma, and they're gonna see how dirt dirt poor I was growing up. Like yeah. literally, literally the trailer park I lived in, and like the ghetto house that I used to live in. I'm gonna show them in a Tesla, right? We're gonna drive there in right. Tesla. That's you're how gonna get, you're gonna get robbed. <laughs> I know, right? I was, thinking, I was like, I'm about to get mugged. We're going in the daylight though, so it's gonna be a little. Now, a lot I, now I know why you got the Tesla. You're like, I want to drive up in the nicest guy you should have gotten like a rolls royce and being like 
Look at me now. No, the <laughs> Tesla man. The Tesla. Yeah. Tesla's pretty. I we yeah, I originally no. had a Lexus and they did they messed up my reservation. I had like a Lexus SUV and they messed up my reservation, so I went back to book it and the Tesla was actually cheaper this time. And I was like, Tesla it is. All right, there you so, go live it so up. We got, At least so the Tesla can circle the block while you're checking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. block, you <laughs> know? We're not we're not getting out of the car. If that's what you're thinking, we're not getting out of the car. That's not what's happening. <laughs> Make sure everything is a moving target. Yeah, yeah. Just like keep there it is, kids. You know, yeah. <laughs> autopilot, get us out of here. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. That well, we uh, we'll look forward to getting a report from your Texas trip on our next episode or yeah. on our next uh, trivia night. Perfect. Uh, and Mando, so Mando turned uh, twenty one. Uh, a lot of a lot of birthdays happened. Turned twenty one a few days ago. Got utterly wasted at galaxy's edge i think you oh. you puked on hondo i think when you were in the queue you, you like puked up into on is that what happened did <laughs> you getting the story <laughs> i'm a journalist i'm a journalist wait did you go did you go to the uh the cantina and like have every drink they had she got wasted so i went to what color was the moment <laughs> Um, I said to my mom for my 21st birthday, I really wanted to spend it and do something like amazing with my family. So my, my sisters and my mom had never been to Galaxy's Edge. I had gone with a friend. So I was like, I think the biggest and best birthday present for my 21st birthday was like seeing it through their eyes and seeing like the amazement they had. Cause my sisters, I got them into Star Wars. So they were like blown away with like how, you know, walking in the Millennium Falcon and everything like that. So that was like the best present of all was just like seeing their reactions to it all. But no, I didn't go to the cantina. I didn't get like a reservation or something. So I didn't get to go in, but I had the like the most amazing time with my family. It's probably my favorite trip I've ever been on to Hollywood Wait, Studios. So if you don't go to the cantina, where did you get alcohol in Disney? Oh, all right. Fair enough. I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, Weenie Five O is coming for you, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like this isn't a lightsaber; it's a flask. Woo! <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> I didn't get wasted drunk either. I um, I I drinking. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I I spent my twenty first birthday sober a normal person <laughs> yeah she she was smart i on my 21st birthday and i'm not a drinker but on my 21st birthday i played king's cup with straight rum unchaste <laughs> yeah it was a rough that was a rough rough night and i lost uh so it was it was in every sense of the word uh so yeah but sorry mando you know, you to, if you get to go to the cantina though man you got to get the uh the like the little jello thing that they have there that that they have yeah. at all these it's fantastic such so. drinks in the cantina like i really want to go in there because i'm that's like the only part of galaxy's edge i've never seen so yeah. i have to go in there one day and get a drink we we ordered every single drink that wasn't alcoholic there which was like eight drinks i think and then like the little <laughs> jello and then like they had like a charcuterie platter that was disgusting but besides that everything else was amazing I've heard it the was Java four thousand like dollars. It was like two hundred eighty-two dollars, something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. I go big. Well, here's well, here's the thing. When I go on a vacation, I like my mom was the mom that would be like, 
I brought sandwiches, so we're not going <laughs> to get food in the park. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that to my kids. I'm not going to do that to myself. So See, we plan like a couple G's to like. I, I just, I live, I live fully on go macro bars when I'm at the yeah. park. So I don't stop. You I don't fully stop live on moving. go macro bars anyway. I, well, that's all. Keep that physique, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, I do not stop moving. I, I, I it is like, Basically, Disneyland with me is like basic training for you, James. When you were in the military, that's what my Disneyland days are. No, you uh, marched me around New York City. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We talked about that on on the show. Where did we talk about that on the show? Where I, I think we did. Yeah, that's did marched us yeah, through New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I broke James's legs. I'm I, I, I'm a mean man. Uh, okay, so well, if we're back, and now we're going to transition to segment two. Uh, where we're going to do a little uh, Disney Parks history, a little primer for the uh, trivia night coming up. I'm going to start with just a story that is one of my favorite stories because I love I love stories where like someone comes up with an idea or there's like a like the Beatles got turned down by a bunch of record labels. Like I love it when people turn something down that ends up being like massive. So one of my favorite Disneyland uh, history stories is when Walt was, you know, building Disneyland, he wanted a hotel attached. And so, and he didn't have the money to build the hotel himself. So he hit up literally every major hotel chain in the country. And he said, listen, all I need you to do is just a small, you know, single story, like 50 room or hundred room, like, like a, a, essentially like a motel six, like nothing that would not be much money for them at all. Every single major chain completely turned him down, said, oh, this place is going to go out of business right away. Um, so he finally had to call his buddy who owned, uh, who's like an oil magnate. Um, and that guy bankrolled it and built it. And it, it became the, like the most profitable hotel in the history <laughs> of the world. Uh, Castle Inn, right? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Disneyland <laughs> Hotel is reopening. So that's the, that is the uh, the theme of that one. So, but I just I just find that so hilarious. And then even better, uh, which this will be a trivia question: um, Who hosted the opening day Disney? Who's the main TV host of the opening day Disneyland special? Do we all know that? We all should know that, right? Do we not? Dick Clark. Oh. Wow, the great Art Linkletter, Art Linkletter, who uh, also hosted many other great shows, Kids Say the Darndest Things, etc. Fantastic guy. But um, Art and Walt, they were really good friends because they both like weren't into the Hollywood party scene and they wouldn't go to like the crazy parties and their wives are friends. So when Walt was building Disneyland, he he took Art to the to the land and he goes, listen, I'll let you buy as much land right next to Disneyland as you want. You could buy everything you want, just as much as you want, because it'll be super cheap. And Art goes, yeah, I just don't think this thing's really going to be a success. So he didn't buy any of the land around it, which, wow. again, may be the most expensive real estate on the planet now. Uh, so, But also interesting about Art um, Walt didn't have the budget to pay him to host the thing because he was like a major star. Uh, and so Art said, no, I'll host it uh, for nothing. All you have to do is I just invested in a really small camera shop here in, in Hollywood. If you could just give them 
the exclusive photo rights to Disneyland, um, they'll, it, well, I'll do it for you. And he said, okay, great, we'll do it. Guess what the company was that little small camera shop, Kodak, that was the camera shop. And they're still the official there. one, right? They're still the official. Thing I there. believe so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, don't, I, I, I think so. As, as of the point where people still printed out pictures, they were. Yeah. Um, prominent so, to the submarine ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so there's, there, there's some, uh, some trivia and also some like just hilarious. Like I, if I were Walt, I would call every one of those hotel chains <laughs> and be like, yo, Mr. Hilton, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> I, I would, if I was Walt Disney, I would call up everyone and be like, oh, look how amazing Disney, oh, your hotel's not here, oh, what a shame. <laughs> well, and the ironic thing too about it is that Walt didn't actually really profit off of it. Be I mean, he did because it drew people there, but it was that oil guy, he owned the whole thing. And actually another fun fact, that, that iconic Disneyland sign was actually from the Disneyland Hotel and then Disney adopted it later, but that, uh, yeah. So there's a little, there's a little, little stuff for you there. Uh, so let's shift. Jake, uh, do you have something for us? A, a fun Disney parks, Disneyland history. Yeah. So I don't have like a, like a story like you do, but, um, I was just reminded a few weeks ago. It's actually funny that these kind of are really close together. I just visited my grandfather and um, I was reminded about this thing about the fact that he was one of the like engineers on Pirates of the Caribbean when it was being built. How have we not had him on the show? We got to have this guy on the show. What do we do? He doesn't understand stuff on us. Um, A pirate's life for him. Um, Yeah. So he was, he was a pretty young guy at the time. He, so he, the way he explained it was kind of not very great but from what i understand is that he he worked for this specific company and disney hired them to come in to do like plumbing engineering stuff like that um so he was just he did he, the bathrooms adjacent to the <laughs> to pirates no like you know the the water like how yeah, no, stuff sprouts out and stuff um yeah he he did other stuff like uh i don't he doesn't know the names of the rides so he's like i worked on that spaceship ride and i'm like uh space mountain he's like no not that one i'm like astro orbiters he's like i don't know so <laughs> not a, not a disney file <laughs> he did i think he might have done small world or not done it but like i think he might have had some, <laughs> some helping hand in it but um yeah he was telling me how nothing worked with pirates for the first while that they worked on it um stuff was leaking and there was this this like kind of like electrical issue that they had where they had to tear everything out and redo it oh man wow. um it was Gosh. a big issue but he was telling me because walt was working on pirates and it was the last thing he was overseeing before he passed away mm -hmm. um my grandpa vividly remembers seeing walt like walking 20 feet in front of him like just checking out the ride like wow you know, just before, obviously, maybe a few months before he passed away, but um, he said it was a cool experience, but like, they, uh, they, I guess they thought he did a good job because they invited him to work at Disney World years later, 
and he declined but um <laughs> he's like he's a humble that. man he's like but, i'm so tired of all these spaceships and these talking yeah. kids and i had to listen <laughs> to it's ships. a small world four thousand nine hundred <laughs> million times uh you know it's yeah I'm do they keep the music on when they do like maintenance on that is what i wonder that'd be terrifying if they did oh, I, well that's like, what i'm thinking i think you i think your, your grandpa has ptsd from from them just playing that's awesome that's a great yeah well done he was well done, shirtless Jake. on there he's a pirate all right yeah okay so uh mr mr halloweeny uh what do we got yeah you know i uh same similar a story here right and it's something i just feel like i need to get off my chest i'm gonna get off of the out of the clouds here in Bespin, I got to get under the fiery suns of Tattoo One and Tattoo Two. Um, for for those of you on the podcast, sorry, uh, just changed the virtual background here because um, I have what the kids would call a hot take. Um, I now I don't know if you can get burned by a hot take if it's about something frozen. Spoiler, um, but look, I'm a father of two girls. I've mentioned this, so it probably won't come as a surprise that Frozen and Frozen Two are basically on repeat in this household. Uh, I gave my daughter a bath and all she wanted to do was frozen two, frozen two. It's like, okay, we get it. You know, it's, it's the first choice on movie nights. It's the first ask when it comes to music in the car, I will just sit there and sing whatever song you need. Like, I, you know, it's, it's terrible. Um, but I'm prepared for the heat here. I need to set the record straight. I love the movie, by the way. My, my more handsome and talented friend, Mr. Studebaker, I know you'll you'll die on the hill that you think the franchise as a whole is overrated. Oh yeah. I'm not ready to go that far. I'm not ready to, to, to jump out there with you. Um, because, you know, maybe maybe it's my age showing. David, I've got uh, pretty sure a few years on you. Uh, James, not on you. Mando, you, you basically <laughs> don't look a day over foundling. I don't know, but um, Jake, maybe as well. But look, I appreciate the Broadway-ness of it all. Right. So I, I actually love them. I get I get goosebumps. Right. The one thing I have an issue with, I, I can't wrap my head around. Why does anybody like Elsa? Like <laughs> she's everywhere. She's the face of the franchise, but she's terrible. She has to be the most overrated princess protagonist in the greater Disney universe. I mean, all credit to the golden pipes of Adina Menzel. Right. She she does great, Get it but right. she's uh, Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. Adele has spoken. Um, thank you, thank you. Um, but she's a monster, an absolute monster of a sister. And I feel like I will teach my daughter Perry to do with Murphy the exact opposite of what Elsa does to Anna. Can we can we consult? Can we look at the record here? So in Frozen, right? And I guess spoiler alert for a however many year old <laughs> movie, <laughs> right? But she almost kills Anna with her ice powers. Not once, friends, but twice. The first time, if you remember, forces a troll to actually administer a case of amnesia. And the second time would have been successful in killing her had Anna not still, for some reason, try to sacrifice her life to save Elsa. Anna is a real one. Elsa is a would-be murderer. <laughs> if you think about that movie, her only redeeming trait, everybody loves it, right? Singing, let it go. If we're being real though, right? That's a song, which is her just saying, look, I'm a monster, but everybody knows it and shrug emoji. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Everything's cold. We're good here. It's like, that's, it's still, there, there's zero redemption there. Now in Frozen 2, a little bit of redemption, but I would still argue she's actually even worse 
Because again, spoiler for Frozen 2. But in this case, she lies to Anna multiple times over. But this time, you know, whereas in Frozen 1, she, I guess, literally stabbed her with ice. This time it's a metaphorical stab in the back. But this time it's actually on purpose. She, she is lying to her over and over again about big stuff. Like if Anna had an Arendellian dollar for every time Elsa broke a promise, to be honest or to be upfront or, you know, what, whatever it is, she wouldn't need to take the crown, baby. She'd be on a beautiful tropical vacation, right? Elsa, yeah, David, please. And, and can I and can I add, because that was a beautiful Obviously. manifesto. Let me, can we all just give a round of applause oh, for that man? got a little left in the tank, my friend. I'm, oh, I'm you passionate can, about this. I, I, just wanna, I just wanna jump please. in, then you can finish. But adding you, to Tanya. that, adding to just how horrible she is, I didn't really think about this. I just thought the marketing campaign was way too good for Frozen and the movie just wasn't as good as the marketing campaign. Um, so, uh, but if, we, if you make it even, take it even more with how bad she is, not only is she lying to Anna over and over again, but Anna might be the most trusting and gullible protagonist I've ever seen in a movie. Fault. To a, a real to a real fault with the dude where she wants to marry him after like seven seconds. So they finish so, each other's sandwiches, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so she, I mean, so not only and she knows, so not only is she lying to this, she's not lying to like you know a cunning James Creviston who's a you know who's who's a you know really got knows what's going on. He's she's lying basically to like the mind of a child. And it's just, yeah. it really is continuous. This dumb dumb is going to sacrifice her life anyways. What do I have to lose? <laughs> yeah. You know? But yeah. it's, it, it, the whole thing is just crazy, right? She does, I'll give her credit. She, she makes an attempt to, you know, learn about her past, right? Shout out to show yourself. That legit gives me goosebumps when I hear it. You know, she frees the forest. The one thing in the, in the good column. <laughs> but that, of course, was only after she once again endangered Anna, and this time poor Olaf's life by literally shoving them down a river littered with earth giants. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with Elsa? Like, do you have any idea how terrible a person you have to be if the magical snowman that you created, again, out of magic, is like, yo, she she lied. Like, he was <laughs> he was upset. For that reason, I am out. Like, he was not happy about that. But I mean, her happy oh, ending is a happy ending for everyone because she gets the heck out of town. She leaves Arendelle in the incredibly capable hands of Queen Anna. A little gullible, but incredibly capable. So yeah. to my daughters, Perry and Murphy, David, when you roll back uh, this footage for them to listen, <laughs> yeah. my loves, be considerate, be selfless, be brave, be an Anna and do not, do not, I'm looking right in the camera, do not be an Elsa. You're, uh, be, be, ladies, yeah. uh, be a Frozen 2 Anna. Don't, mm. let's not be like an early mm. Frozen Anna, you know, Perry. She was a little thirsty. She was a yeah, little thirsty for Hans. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she, he's know, got she, seven aisles, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm with you. Can we give him a round of applause? I mean, my goodness, what a manifesto. I mean, uh, am I, am I Danny, off? Am I wrong? And, I don't think and, I'm wrong. And let me say, we did a, we did a you, trivia night on TikTok last year where we did poll questions for our regulars and they answered, it was a secret poll and then be able, it was like family feud, you had to guess what people answered. The, the most unanimous uh, opinion of any question of the 70 questions was that Frozen is the most overrated uh, Disney film. 
So, and it wasn't multiple choice. They all just pulled that out. So James, I think, I think the reason why it's such a big deal is because she's the only princess that doesn't rely on a prince. Like, Literally, she's not. She's the only princess that doesn't have a prince. To no, I, I, yeah, I get. She relies argument. on her sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that she and actually, and I would say that's even worse because, like, the like male hero prince trope is obviously overplayed in a lot of Disney stuff. But I think like the the sibling dynamic that Disney does sometimes is a little off putting as well, and that and that one's definitely very off putting. Yeah, it, it had some interesting elements. So, uh, so who Mando or James? Who wants to go next? We're, we are we are short on time. Who wants to go next? I, I have a cool story that I just learned from my wife. My wife, okay. uh, we she lives in, in in Oak Park, and uh, part of Oak Park does. You give her address uh, on there? No, no, Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> uh, part of the Oak Park School District works with Disney students, so they work with all the like Disney stars and kids or whatever. So she, when she was in high school. Uh, T and Tamara, right? The the ones that were on Twitch, whatever. Sister, sister, yep. Uh, went to her school and she went to prom. She doesn't remember if it was T or Tamara, but went to prom <laughs> with one of them and the guy that she was going with. They all shared a limo together or whatever. So that was like wow. a wow, way to go, Crystal. Crystal. Oh, Crystal, that's that's making it into the into the trivia for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. So, she, so she, I don't know which one it was, and she was like, I actually don't know, didn't know who they were at the time. I was like, really, twitches? Like, come on, sister, sister. Like, this is the jam. This is the jam back in the day. And I, I, and I, I say this only with love. And you guys came up with some great stuff. So, but let me just say, guys, as a producer, the assignment was Disney parks trivia, and right. we got anger towards Frozen and prom with tia but that's actually better than what i came up with no Which no i'm, I'm saying thinking. it as a compliment i'm saying it as a compliment it Fine. was better than Here's what i trivia. came up with one day i ate four turkey legs at disneyland oh god like the big oh. ones yep four okay. of them. Oh, two in the morning and two in the afternoon i'm physically how much did that cost you oh i don't know I'm... in the wallet and in the stomach oh in this <laughs> with meat i can eat whatever if it's like sugary or like or like kind of like a thick thing like i can't do it but if i eat turkey legs although i was very sleepy for a while so <laughs> okay well, we're gonna we're gonna know but actually crystal that was Oscar a great size turkey leg that, the, the, that was a good one uh all right mando uh, take it away you got some disney parks trivia yes i do and it's with my really cool um grandpa who we talked about on the show before I, my very first time to Hollywood Studios, I went with my mom, my sisters, and my grandparents, and it was one of the funniest trips because we, we went to Hollywood Studios. I was really young. I was seven or eight, and my sisters, being that they're younger than me, they didn't really go on a lot of rides because at the time, Hollywood Studios was more of like a, you know, action-packed, like more thrill kind of rides. So I was a very much like a, in a like adrenaline junkie as a kid because I was always scared of animatronics. So I never went on It's a Small World. I never went on the Bear Jamboree. I was terrified. So when we went to Hollywood Studios for the first time, I wanted to go on Tower of Terror so badly. I had my sights set on it. And my mom obviously had to watch my sisters. And then, you know, it was only my grandma and my grandpa so I thought as like a kid, I was like, I'm never going to go on this. So we walked down the lane to get to uh, Tower of Terror. And I was like, oh, Papa, like, I want to go on this so badly. And he was like, oh, okay. 
he literally just turns to my grandma, takes his hat off, and he's like, I'll go on with her. I just, I could not Let's believe go. this, like, wow. tall, um, thin Italian man, like, so frail. I was like, what are you talking about? You're going to go on this with me? He had a heart <laughs> attack that day, by the way. Amanda <laughs> was able to top Danny's story. Danny put his, his mother in a wheelchair and you gave your grandfather a heart attack. <laughs> he loved it though. And we went on twice. We literally went on and then we went off. And then, God, he absolutely loved it. I need you know what? That, that's how horrifying Tower of Terror is that your grandmother, who was literally not afraid of being in a hurricane while staying in her mobile home and wouldn't leave, was too afraid to go on Tower of Terror. And I'm with you, Grandma. But, it's a horrifying ride. Your grandfather, I though, I mean, great. The man's made of steel. That, that makes perfect he, sense. I swear my grandfather was not afraid of anything. That man no, had no fear. Course. Yeah, I was no. convinced of it. That's, that's, going on, that's going on trivia night. We love you, Gramps. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to do, we have, we have uh, three minutes left until I have to put my child to bed. Uh, so uh, we're going to do just a lightning round really quick. You guys can, can pull, just fire away. And these will be uh, on the next trivia night. Uh, so Disneyland used to have uh, tickets. Like you had to have tickets to get on rides. And they had letters associated with certain rides. What letter was the most coveted Disneyland ticket? So Wait, this would get so you on the best ride. You're going to have to read. You're going to have to say oh, that. Oh, e-ticket. Oh, Jake gets it. E-ticket. Jake is up one to nothing. Uh, all right. What was, next what was E associated with? Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Matterhorn. Uh, oh. So th yeah, those are the top. My mom's ones. favorite. Was it e for extreme or something? What was, what was the E for? Like, what? It just goes A B C D E. So it just hmm. you know it's just in order. It ended at E. Um, so A was the worst. E was the best. Um, all right. Uh, this one. Uh, what was Tarzan's treehouse at Disneyland originally themed? Swiss as? Family Robinson. Robinson. <sighs> My internet was bad. I had it, Jake. <laughs> I, I was starting Jake, to go there too. Jake, Jake got you with the Wi-Fi. Jake's up two to nothing. Jake, uh, we'll give you Danny and James a half a point. Um, Mando, you got something? Yeah, it's actually Swiss Family Treehouse in Florida. It's still, it's yeah, it's still there at, at Disney World. Give her yeah, a half which, point, David. I, yeah, you know, yeah. you can get a half point there. Um, that uh, so I I will Better say lose by half point. To me, from what I've seen, of, I know they wanted to, like, at the time, they, that Tarzan was a big movie, and it's fine. But, like, the Swiss Family Robinson one was so much cooler in terms of the, like, intricate set pieces. So good on you, Disney World, for keeping that. Where, is, where was it in Disneyland? Uh, it's, it's next, next to, to Indiana Pirates. Jones. Yeah. It's in Adventureland. Um, between, between Pirates Indiana and Indiana Jones, Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. All right, well... Um, that's the end of, of this this special episode with the great Danny Halloweeny. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like Danny. Do we? Do, I loved having Danny here. We might yeah. have to have Danny just join the cast. I mean, Danny, do you <laughs> don't have to with a good time, David. I would love I, to uh, listen. If you wanna, if you wanna step and join the cast, um, place Luke. <laughs> well, I, you know, Luke, I no, could Luke's never. Still, Ouch. Luke, Luke is still wow. Uh, Kicking him to the curve. <laughs> Luke, Bearweather Luke, friend. Luke will at least be here for trivia nights. Uh, but Luke is a busy man. He's got a kid uh coming on the way. Uh, so 
listen, Danny, I'm if everyone signs off, I'm I'm saying we're James. James is a little worried. Here's why. James, I was gonna say he looks troubled. Said yes, except for James. James kind of nervously scratches eye, and that was the problem, James. James still hasn't come up with the right insult that's, name. That's no, yeah, that's so, the thing is I'm still working on the name, so it's gonna take time. I so thought I had. Good. It gives you more time if he's. Yeah, on it gives show. you more time, James. Fair enough. I feel what like. What if I Jake, gave you Howl Winner? What Hollow Winner? What if I gave you Howl Winner? Yeah. Howl Winner. Oh, that's too good. Yeah. That's too good. Well, it's my yeah. fantasy football name. What's a good one? <laughs> Jake. Jake just went all Elsa on Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake's like, get him out. Yeah, get him out. Oh, I, I love like, Luke. Stab him in the back. I was actually really let it out. go, Luke. <laughs> I was super bummed out finding out he wasn't going to be on the show tonight. So take that. We, we love you, Luke. We miss you, buddy. Uh, and but yeah, so thank you guys. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and every podcast app I think on the planet we're on. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, our trivia night's going to be streaming on YouTube and then on Kahoot. Uh, Kahoot is Kahoot. a thing that young people know about that does <laughs> trivia stuff. So that uh, that link will be, we'll send out some emails. If, you, if you're on a mailing list, DisneySnightShow.com, get on the mailing list. We'll send out the Kahoot link and it'll be on Instagram. It'll be all over. Uh, so we're going to do that. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, to the Halloweeny faithful, thank you for listening and joining us. We are gonna we are gonna keep this wonderful face on the show, um, and this is exciting. And uh, yeah, I feel I feel good. We're back, baby. Disney Tonight Show is back. Well, we're leaving now because the episode's ending, but we're yeah. back in general. <laughs> no. So uh, thank you guys so much. My name is David Studebaker. That's Jake Taylor, Danny Halloweeny, James D. Creviston. And hello there, Mando. Thank you guys. See you next time.